up AP students, it's Morgan here, and on AP Government Required Cases, episode 8, we will be talking about Tinker vs. Des Moines. Sticking it to the man, one armband at a time. On this episode, we're really going to be focusing on the history behind the current protesting and the court case that started the trend. The start of protesting in the United States really took off in the early 1960s. A lot of adults were protesting, but not many teenagers were protesting because they didn't really feel like they had the choice to or the chance to. Well, Mary Beth Tinker, a 13-year-old girl in the Des Moines School District, changed it all. In December of 1965, her and a group of students wore black armbands with peace signs in protest for peace in Vietnam. Now, you're probably sitting here thinking, like I thought when I first read about this, why is an armband such a big deal? Well, times were different back then. You couldn't just wear whatever you wanted to school and have administration be okay with that. It was a lot more strict back then. So when they came to school, administration saw they were wearing it, the armbands, and they asked them to take them off. Well, of course, since it's a protest, they didn't want to take them off. So the administration gave them a choice. Either you take it off or you leave. So they left. The planned protest was supposed to last two weeks. They would leave for winter break, come back, and it would be over with. But since administration told them to leave or take off the armbands, they didn't come back to school for those two weeks. When they came back to school after winter break, because that's when protesting ended, they decided to wear all black. Since they couldn't wear the armbands, they're just going to wear all black. During this time, the Des Moines School District made it a point to pass a policy district-wide saying students cannot protest in school. Now, that doesn't sound right to you, does it? Because isn't the First Amendment right, the right to protest, well, part of it anyways, the right to protest, and freedom of speech? So how could the district take that away from the kids? And that's exactly why the parents sued the Des Moines School District. And we're back. I hope you enjoyed that music. Okay, anyways. So, the parents really sued the district because they felt their kids' First Amendment right was being compromised when stepping on the school grounds. Because that just ain't cool. I mean, we were given these First Amendment rights. Why try and take them away? Especially at school, when we're trying to learn and express ourselves. But times were different, yada, 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 you know. So back to the court case. The parents were actually represented by the ACLU because they can't really do much, especially when it comes to the Supreme Court. So they need a big organization to help them out and really fight the man, fight the power. Well, the moment we've all been waiting for, the decision. Dun, dun, dun. Anyways, so 1969 four long years of this case, the decision was made. The Supreme Court ruled 7-2 in favor of the students. They ruled that students do not shed their constitutional rights of freedom of speech or expression at the schoolhouse gate. However, there is a catch to it. The school cannot censor students' speech unless it disrupts educational process. Now, for the two Supreme Court justices that rebuttaled that, their argument was 
they did disrupt class learning because the armbands were distracting because people didn't wear armbands. So basically, the catch to it was to please the other two justices. Um, Now, the only problem with that catch is you can really say that anything disrupts learning, like colors of your hair, t-shirts. The Supreme Court really left it up to the districts, like the school districts around the U.S., about what was distracting and what was not considered very distracting to the learning environment. And in my opinion, it can be taken so many different ways. Like, how can you let someone have blue hair, but then in another district say, no, that's too distracting to my kids. But that's just my opinion. You know, we all have our opinions. So, anyways, this landmark case really just opened up students' ability to protest and let them express their feelings throughout school. Um, It really just showed students during that time that, hey, your voice can matter and no one can take that away from you. It says it in the Constitution and it says in the Supreme Court case that as long as you're not disrupting class, go ahead and wear an armband. Go ahead and wear a t-shirt. Like today, there are kids wearing armbands in pro, um, for pro-life um, or pro-choice. Or wearing t-shirts for the LGBT community. Or whatever. I mean, you can really do what you want as a teenager. Protesting-wise. That's what I meant. Protesting-wise. Because as 17, 18-year-olds, we are starting to vote. Our voice really matters. And Mary Beth Tinker set this precedent for us that... Yes, we should be able to use whatever we want to protest and wherever we want. Because just because we are at school doesn't mean that our constitutional rights should be taken away. So next time you want to wear a shirt protesting something like Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter. If you're pro or against a president like the Hillary for Prison shirt or... A Trump shirt or an LGBT community shirt or even a headband or a jacket or a book bag. Just think of Tinker and the bravery that she showed to stand up to a school district and to the entire U.S. and say that students matter. Their voices matter and you cannot take away their First Amendment right. Any part of it, no matter if they're at school or not. I really think that she got her message across and that it was a success in the end, even if there was a catch to it that it should not disrupt school. I mean, anyone's really okay with that. But in the end, it really opened up doors for teenagers and students to express themselves and show the U.S. what they think about what's going on. I think it's a great thing that this happened because we would not be where we are without it. Think about it. You couldn't just go out and protest whatever you wanted without the Supreme Court case. I mean, I'm sure maybe it could have happened in the future, but this is what happened. This was set in stone. The Supreme Court decided 
because a 13-year-old girl walked into school with an armband. Just think about that the next time you wear a protesting shirt or you think about protesting at school. So AP Government students, that's the end of episode 8 of the AP Government Required Cases. I hope y'all learned a lot about this case and I hope y'all can really understand why Tinker vs. Des Moines was so important, how it opened up doors, even for 2019, for students to express themselves and give them the solid freedom of speech in school and having that not be taken away. So stay tuned guys for episode 9 of AP Government Required Cases. This next one deals with Shink versus the US about a guy who passes out anti-draft flyers as a peaceful protest and how the Supreme Court really takes it in a different direction than it does for Tinker versus Des Moines. It limits protesting abilities for U.S. citizens in the best interest of the country as a whole. It's a great podcast and I hope y'all stay tuned. Thank you for listening to mine and continue at Tegan's.